In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, what is the purpose of my life? Do I make a difference? Am I wasting what time I have? Am I doing enough? Enough for God, for my family, my friends, my community? Why does God even keep me around? When Jesus cries out in Jerusalem during the festival of the tabernacles in John 7, he is addressing people who ask these kinds of questions. And when he cries out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me, he is addressing the people who wonder if they do enough or if they are doing enough. In 2003, singer-songwriter John Mayer, and as I look at that in 2003, 20 years ago, this was the music of my youth, uh, and I'm realizing now that John Mayer probably is in the oldies category, which makes me old. But in 2003, the singer-songwriter John Mayer released one of his first big hits, Why Georgia? And it's a song that speaks to what Mayer described as his quarter-life crisis. The song speaks, in my opinion, to a kind of spiritual thirst. Mayer writes, because I wonder sometimes about the outcome of a still verdictless life, am I living it right? And that's the question that any conscientious person asks at some point in their life. Whether it's as a young adult, whether it's during a quarter-life crisis, a midlife crisis, a transition into retirement, we all wonder at the quiet hours, am I living it right? It's a question that's everywhere. As young adults, we ask it when we're trying to figure out our career choices, our college majors. In midlife, we wonder about this question if we made the right decisions about our careers, about marriages, about having children, and so on. And older people struggle with this question. My health is failing, my spouse is gone, my children and grandchildren are independent, they don't need me so much anymore. What's my purpose? Did I do it right? But asking the question itself puts a lot of pressure on us. To live life the right way will mean to us that we're imposing all sorts of laws onto ourselves. Laws that come out in questions like, is my savings account big enough? Do I spend enough time with my family? Do I give enough to charity? Do I pray enough? Could I volunteer my time more? Is there a more fulfilling career out there for me? And all of these questions boil down to Mayer's question, am I living it right? And any attempt to answer that question on our own spiritual ability or our own secular achievements will leave us thirsty because you don't have enough hours in the day to do all that needs to be done. You could always work just a little bit harder. You could always be a little nicer. You could always be a little more generous with your time and money. You could always pray a little more, give more to church. You could always be a little healthier, exercise a little more. You could always make yourself just a little bit better, and there's truly no ending to it. And our souls can become insatiably thirsty to live right. But doing more, trying to do the right thing more, will never satisfy our thirst in the long term, because the law never stops demanding perfection. We constantly have to go back to that question, am I living it right, or am I a failure? And so this is what Jesus is getting at in our gospel reading. In John 7, Jesus is teaching in the temple to the Jews gathered there. And there's been widespread criticism of Jesus and controversy surrounding him. 
because he had just healed a man in Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. And many of the Jews gathered there were accusing Jesus of breaking the law. He had broken the third commandment, supposedly, because he had worked by healing on the Sabbath day. And so in his teaching in John 7, Jesus confronts the controversy. And he says in verse 19 of chapter 10, Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Moses gave you circumcision. It is, of course, not from Moses, but from the patriarchs. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Jesus is setting himself up as a contrast between Moses. Jesus is saying that Moses gave you a law, a set of commands that you do not keep. You're always breaking these commandments, this law. He says, even when you try to keep one part of the law, you end up breaking another part. And under the law, you are always being condemned. You are always sinning. Your actions are never enough. And this is the kind of thirst that Jesus is describing. As much as you might try to be a good person, as much as you might try to earn God's favor by being good, by obeying the law, you're always going to fall short. And maybe in our day, we don't care so much about the law of Moses, right? We believe perhaps that we're modern people with modern ethics. We don't need to consider the ancient 3,000-year-old laws. We don't feel bound by the law of Moses. We pay little attention to Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. But the reality is we're still bound by the very law of our own existence. We're bound by the law that states that our time on earth is limited, And so we're always stuck with this question, am I wasting what time I have? Am I living it right? What purpose do I have? And this is where Jesus wants to give you living water. Jesus is going to give you living water by making you yourself a source of living water. In other words, the Holy Spirit is going to come and reside in you. And you don't have to do anything to open yourself up to the Spirit. You don't have to pray a special prayer. You don't have to act a certain way. You don't have to try to feel a certain way. Because what Scripture tells us is that when you were baptized, the Holy Spirit fell on you and claimed you as his very own temple. And so you, as a Christian, in you, the Holy Spirit is now present. And the freedom in this is that we are saying the life you live is no longer your own. Your life belongs to God. And that's the true nature of the Christian life. We find true freedom by giving up our freedom. The weight of following a law no longer applies to you. The Holy Spirit is taking care of it for you. The Holy Spirit is putting faith into your heart. The Holy Spirit is putting God's word into your ears. The Holy Spirit produces goodness in your life without even your cooperation and sometimes without even your knowing. And so when the baptized Christian asks the question of a thirsty person, am I living it right? The answer is always yes. And it's always yes because the Holy Spirit has fallen on you. And now the Holy Spirit flows out of you. Whether you feel like it or not, whether you are aware of it or not, the Holy Spirit is now using you for God's purposes. When you love God, 
When you love your neighbor, that's the Holy Spirit working through you. When you pray for someone, even the quickest of prayers, that's the Holy Spirit at work in you. When you say a kind word, an encouraging word, the Holy Spirit is at work. When you deposit your paycheck so that you can buy food and clothing for your family, the Holy Spirit is at work. You have this promise from Christ. It's a promise that out of your heart is flowing rivers of living water. And that's a promise given to all Christians. Rivers of living water are flowing from your heart. And of course, that's not always obvious to us. But when we receive this promise of Christ as true, when we place our hope into it, then we begin to know what true freedom is. The question of the law is always, am I living it right? And that question no longer applies to us as we stand before God. We don't have to try to satisfy our thirst by obeying the law because the Holy Spirit is instead living it right for you. The Holy Spirit is giving you exactly what you need to love God, to love your neighbor. He gives faith. He brings you here week by week to hear God's word preached to you. The Holy Spirit then makes you able to speak the word of life to others. And that's the unexpected Holy Gospel that we receive on Pentecost. Because all of us come here Sunday morning aware that we, on our own, are not living right. We are all sinners, as we confess weekly. We fail so often to live life the right way. We have our problems, our frustrations, we have our doubts, we have our questions. But God says that all, out of all the stagnant, sinful pools of our hearts, it's going to flow a river of living water. And it does, through the Holy Spirit. In these last days, God declares that he will pour out his Spirit upon all flesh. And in these days, God will pour out his Holy Spirit, and you will prophesy. This promise includes you. God has poured out his Holy Spirit upon you. And now the same Spirit uses you. He uses your lives, he uses your words, your work, your time, your vocations for his own purpose. And so to those of you who thirst, to those of you who wonder, am I living it right? Come to Christ. Come to Christ and know that all is taken care of for you. He will quench your thirst now and forever. Amen.